The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. From the hottest issues or trends for our daily social media minute, we're joined by Yerika. Good morning. Good morning. You're home. I'm home. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of our listeners was asking about the, the paintings in your backdrop, and they're very curious. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Eventually. They're curious about my paintings? Yeah. I've gotten that oh. question repeatedly. <laughs> oh, really? It's yeah. just like, you know, little knickknacks that I pick up on my travels. Ah, she's so I don't home. shop a lot when I travel. I just buy little, you know, paintings and art. I mean, I think that's so much more meaningful. <laughs> Welcome back, Erica. Now, Thank of course, you. there's been a lot of ongoing conversation about how to improve a teacher's rights and their authority in the classroom, much overdue. And the reason why this conversation was sparked was unfortunately due to a sudden death of an elementary school teacher. She took her own life in her own classroom. Now, unfortunately, since that incident, there's been not just calls for change, but trying to figure out where the problem really from are there sources to blame and uh, one of one person who came fi- under fire is a pretty high profile figure by the name of Owen Young. That's right. So um, the suicide of this elementary school teacher on July 18th has uh, triggered some really heated debates mm. here in Korea. Um, people are talking about the challenges faced by educators in schools. Uh, many people are describing, you know, the, the the weakened teacher authority mm. in classrooms. Mm. Um, you know, many teachers say it, it's it's very very challenging to, you know, um, be a teacher yeah. uh, today uh, because they face challenges from t- uh, not just the students themselves but also their parents. Mm. Um, and uh, teachers are angry, you know, mm. and they're expressing openly uh, their pent up anger now amid this backdrop. Uh, some teachers are taking direct aim at a renowned psychiatrist and TV personality. Uh, her name is Dr. Oh Young, uh, and her very popular TV show features uh, children, young children with serious behavioral issues. Now, Dr. Oh is a doctor of psychiatry who, in addition to um, her many TV appearances, she she also writes, she has written several books on the matter, and she's also a YouTuber as well. So to talk about what some of the teachers are saying, okay. they're, they're arguing that the approach uh, that Dr. Oh Young takes on her TV shows uh, has played a role in weakening teacher authority in classrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, teachers have written on online forums and social media platforms mm-hmm. that the psychiatrist has made parents believe all children, all children mm-hmm. must be heard and loved under any circumstances. Right. And uh, as right. more parents, they they literally worship uh, Dr. O's approach. So the teachers are saying that, uh, you know, as more and more parents worship her approach, mm. they diminish teachers' authority in dealing with school children with behavior problems. The thing is, I don't want to oversimplify this conversation because there is different stories, different views. Not all teachers feel this way. As you've said, it's yeah. some teachers who are openly saying that maybe Dr. O's approach and her influence that she surely wields <laughs> simplifies narrative a little bit but we must also talk about the tv production team tv shows are meant to be aired in a few episodes that's few hours a max and how can you tell an entire 
complicated a student parent or child to parent or student teacher relationship in such a brief moment something to consider so the the show in question is it's a weekly TV show it usually features children with behavioral problems Dr. Oh tries to provide a diagnosis usually a helpful one that can be applied to viewers as well unfortunately given the nature of the show they have to simplify the narrative they follow the kid for a week or a few weeks yeah but at max a month and they can't show the aftermaths of months from then or years from then, that's not part of the program. The TV show has become so popular that as you've said, it's a it's sort of a much watch for parents. That's right. Um, you mentioned something really important, you know, the, 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 the TV production crew, they probably uh, have hours and hours and hours and hours of footage, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it's simplified into a few simple episodes per kid. Anyways, mm. many viewers closely follow her approaches to discipline. Um, one teacher asks this on social media. She asks whether the doctor thinks it is realistically possible for one teacher to deliver customized care mm. and discipline to each of the, I don't know, roughly 20 students mm. in one classroom that she is in charge of. Mm. Um, many teachers argue that her approach and solutions can only work when you deal with one student at a time. And they warn parents not to expect that sort of approach and uh, those types of solutions in a classroom setting. Mm. Now, the death of that uh, elementary school teacher has released torrents of similar stories among teachers who argue they often do not have the authority to control situations because they're scared. Mm -hmm. They're scared out of fear of child abuse claims from parents. And we're learning in perhaps other developed countries, there are more specific rules and laws that stipulate when a teacher can maybe remove a student from a classroom, even by physical force when they're being disruptive, repeatedly so. And we just don't have the specification. So it's a system that's lacking and teachers who are overworked, overwhelmed, their privacy in some worst cases are not respected with their yeah. uh, emails and even even messenger services available readily so to the parents. And is that is that us doing enough to protect the teachers? And the simple answer seems no. We've been right. learning uh, from recent news reports that an increasing number of teachers are facing even humiliating circumstances in classrooms. Um, that's not the entirety of the story. I mean, we must also say that news reports focus on the worst case scenarios when things get out of hand. And yeah. you've seen the video clips of, you know, certain students in perhaps middle high school lying down in the middle of the classroom, uh, putting on earphones and not listening yeah. to the teachers. That's right. So um, so uh, all of these comments have been, you know, flooded on social media, okay. on Dr. O's, you know, social media. And uh, just recently on Tuesday, Dr. O defended her approach. He said she opposes corporal punishment in educating children. But uh, she says she has never advocated for letting children do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. And she stresses that she believes discipline is very important. And uh, she continues that understanding children doesn't mean blindly accepting the, their behavior. And uh, she's also, you know, she has repeatedly expressed concern that the ongoing discussion right now could result in encouraging teachers to use 
corporal punishment or violence in classrooms to correct behaviors. And there's enough research out there now to maybe understand that corporal punishment is not necessarily the most effective way to discipline children. What has been effective in other parts of the world is a better system where... Students are afraid of being expelled from school or having something go on their permanent record. Those are at least the basic boundaries we can create. Yeah. Uh, it's not a one silver bullet fix all solution. It's rather complex. There's something to be said about students' entitlement. There's something to be said about bad students, really bad ones, but also really bad parents, too. That's right. All right. We do not have the solution. But because this is an ongoing heated discussion online, we thought we'd address it. To vilify a single person, I think, is, I, I don't know, misguided. All right. Agreed. Let's move on to our second story of the day. Adeli Cobb suspended for really taking fine money from a Korean YouTuber without a receipt. And all of it was caught on camera. Oh, boy. You know? And so many people have seen it. So that's why we're talking about the story today. Mm. So the exact date of when this happened is unclear, but uh, there was an encounter with the Delhi uh, traffic uh, police officer and uh, uh, a vlogger who has uh, what 1.34 million subscribers <laughs> on YouTube. And uh, this video was uh, posted on July 20th, and uh, the video shows uh, this vlogger Fitvly. <laughs> YouTube name is, and another car in front of him being pulled over by two traffic officers who asked for his license. And soon afterwards, the officer tells the vlogger that uh, he has committed a road violation okay. and demands 5,000 rupees, which is approximately 61 US dollars in cash. Um, the vlogger refuses, uh, oh, sorry, the, the vlogger confuses 500 rupees for 5,000. Anyways, there's this, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Anyways, the, the bottom line is the vlogger hands over a bunch of cash to the officer. Uh -huh. and the officer takes the money, um, even gives back a little change, actually. And uh, he does not issue a receipt. And this is why this is such a huge problem. And again, uh, all of this was caught on video and it's gone viral on YouTube. OK, and because he's a, a, a rather celebrated YouTuber with yes. over 1.3 million subscribers, I mean, he was going to naturally vlog everything that was happening to him. This is certainly an episode worthy of being shot. So I don't think it was intention to out this officer. It's just people figured it out that there were some red yep. flags there. Uh, it's gone viral. Yeah, in India. And, uh, you know, uh, people have written to this uh, Korean vlogger saying, you know what, this this uh, police officer was outed, he's been identified, and he was subsequently suspended for his actions. And apparently, there's also a video of his family on their knees apologizing for the police officer's actions and oh, saying wow. they would pay back the money, apologizing, all of that stuff. Okay, so then what has a police officer said about his actions? You know, he's just, I don't know, he, he's reportedly defended himself, you know, uh, saying that uh, the vlogger left before he could give him his receipt, but everybody knows that's not true. I don't know. When something is fishy, I think intuitively we know. And the beautiful thing about videos, not just single picture, is that you can take away a lot from that interaction, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, with that, we move on to our final buzzword 
of the day. It was one of my favorite songs of all times, and it has apparently gone viral on TikTok, so we must talk about it. Dynamics 2014 yeah. song. It's either Eaho or Eyaho. <laughs> Take your pick. Eyaho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the song was released back in what, 2014, nine years ago? Yeah. And suddenly it's just blown up, <laughs> all thanks to TikTok. You know, it was known as a, a hidden gem. Uh, among Korean hip hop fans, and now people everywhere seem to be catching on. Some 17,000 TikTok videos have been uploaded this past week. Um, and according to the agency Amoeba Culture on Thursday, the song Eao uh, topped the popular weekly chart here in Korea. Oh. It also climbed up to the top 30 on Spotify's global viral 50 chart. Mm. Uh, its daily streaming count continues to rise steadily. Um, many fans have left comments on Korean music platforms saying they came to listen because the song was trending on TikTok. In fact, I went on YouTube myself last night. And there were so many um, responses under the video saying, oh, my gosh, why have I not known about this song all this time? I love it. You know, the thing about viral TikTok videos is that it has to have like a striking intro and like the first two seconds. It needs to be engaging. And AO from the beginning, it just it just catches your attention. It was right, used. A good song. Right. And I remember it was used for one popular game in South Korea. So gamers yeah, knew. It was an NBA game, I think. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're right. So if you liked basketball, you liked hip hop, you knew the song. I'm just right. going to say 2023ers, you're a little late to the game. <laughs> you know, Chita is expressing his excitement. Okay. Saying it feels so surreal to see the song climbing up the global charts after all these years. Anyways, for fans out there, the duo is expected to release their 10th studio album sometime this year. We haven't heard from Dynamic Duo in a while, so that's exciting. Yep. In between, right. Cheja also <laughs> got married. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Erica. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next week. See you next week. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.